Welcome to Adventure On Outdoors, where we talk about adventuring outside your daily 9 to 5. We're two ordinary guys exploring the outdoors, all while balancing a family life and the demands of a regular job. So join us in our pursuit of adventure and enjoy our conversations with others who share the same passions. On this episode, we are kicked back at the family fish camp talking bass fishing, perch jerking, and just good old-fashioned fishing stories. We mix it up with a good theory on the fidget spinner, a bull ride gone bad, and a bit of education on some Cajun lingo. I hope you enjoy. I think I put way too much in here, though. Yeah, that's too big of a cup. Well, I filled the whole cup with ice. And then I poured the whiskey in, and as the ice melted, I went ahead and put more ice on top of it. Dang, what are you you're drinking? Like like, mine's water now. Well, you can't tell in that cup. So there's no ice. Oh, no, I'm just saying, like... So it's water and whiskey. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But the most of the ice will help you. I'm taking this copper cup, though. Except you can't tell how dark your whiskey is. I don't need to. Because it doesn't matter. Actually, no. The aesthetics of whiskey in it. Is definitely more I just gotta get comfy to where I can cup. lean back and talk and still see Luke without having to turn around. It's recording. I'll That's good. We need to. All right, everybody, be quiet so we can get the. I'll, I'll have to. I'll bring the rain noise down a few decibels so it's not so loud. All right, that's good. Dan's got that fidget spinner. So, so I'm sitting here with a fidget spinner. And the only conclusion I can have is only a fisherman could design something like that. A fisherman? Yeah, think about it. A bait caster, the bearings, you know, and the spool. Tell you what, though, it spins. Nice. I put, I took Mackenzie's apart because hers wouldn't spin quite as good as the other one I had. I opened it up, put some real bearing, some bearing yeah. lube in there, and that sucker will spin like crazy right off the bat. And then it starts just slowing down real fast, and she's like mad as hell. It's, like so, it's slower now, Dad. Can you take it out? Oh so you're God. saying a fidget spinner has better bearings than your baitcaster? I guess they're ceramic Boca bearings. I don't know. Well, there's no brake. But the brake's built into the built into the the reel. That's what I'm saying. That's so let's, let's let's go ahead and introduce everybody instead of getting off on Hold fidget on, spinners. But I think that <laughs> fidget spinners, in in relation, you said it for it's made by a fisherman, but a hunter. Could benefit from it when you're sitting in the deer stand. No, that may be the most absurd thing I've ever heard. It makes noise though. Oh, you're saying in it a deer make stand? It doesn't make noise. Ah, but it's it's movement. I got a shitty one that makes noise. I mean, you're just gonna hold it in the deer blind window and go, "Look at this deer, hypnotize." No, just keep you busy <laughs> instead of playing on your phone. Good point. Or whittling sticks, stuff you gotta watch. So, we should market a fidget spinner to the hunter, make it camo. Right. And now they're now we're good. Put a bow release on each corner. <laughs> That's exactly what it looks. <laughs> it doesn't matter which which way you hold it. <laughs> That's right. You just have to grab just two of the two of the ends. All right, Mike, introduce everybody. We got a we got a herd here today. Yeah. So uh, we have Briley Underbrink, Daniel's eldest son. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> Where are you from, Briley? Uh, Kingsville, Texas, currently. All right. And Briley's currently 
wearing a cast, or not a cast, but a sling from yeah. a dislocated shoulder doing... Riding bulls. Rock and roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if he falls, it's because he only has one hand. <laughs> Can't keep his balance like this fidget spinner. We have his dad, Daniel Underbrink, who you've already heard, I'm sure, a lot of. Say hi, Daniel. Hey, what's up? What do you have to say for yourself today? I'm just mesmerized by this fidget spinner. <laughs> I'm not allowed to use my hand, so I got a fidget spinner. And we, it's kind of we, driving me crazy right now that I have it. I'm about to pass this on to the left here. And we got uh, Mr. John Scarborough. Did I pronounce that right? Is it Scarborough? Close to that. Scarborough. Yep. You just got to run it That's together it. to sound more. Yeah. And you're from? Florida, Mississippi. Florida, Mississippi. And we're related somehow. Your, Your dad, mother is my first cousin. That's right. Your dad and my grandma were sisters. Brother and sister. That's right. Close enough. Brother and sister. <laughs> My apologies to your late dad. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> and then we <laughs> So this is obviously a family affair. And we got Luke. We got Luke Colvin, my brother. And we got Mike. And I'm Michael. Say hi, Mike. Hi, Mike. <laughs> there you go. So we're sitting out here on the Angelina River. Family fish camp. Uh, storms rolling in, then raining, we got lightning, thunder, and um, had a good barbecue today. Cooked up about 20 pounds of Boston butt, about six racks of ribs, all the fixings. Um, Did y'all ever determine the difference in a Boston butt and a regular pork roast? I, it's a show. I think it. I'm probably completely wrong, and everybody can correct me later. But I'm gonna go with a, a regular old pork roast. It's probably a shoulder. And then the rump roast, and then the Boston butt is the upper half of the above the ham. <laughs> okay, what, what, what do we got? It's out the front. Huh? Let's do it. It's on the shoulder. What Boston is butt. Boston butt is the front shoulder. Absolutely. What? It's not the exact, yes. Well, that, right. well that, that's and, just I'm glad I brought this up. That's really contradictive. So the people in Boston, always wear, their, roast was off wear their rear their on rear. their shoulders? Unless it was a neck roast. So people in Boston wear their um, rear on their shoulders, basically. They carry their, their ass around on their shoulders. Their ass heads. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But... So, Wait, so what did we cook today? We had ribs. And Boston butt. Was that was pork ribs, right? Pork ribs, baby back. And Boston butt. And Boston butt. Now can Boston butt only be pork? Yeah, that's right. We put two of those, smoked them, about seven hours. I think is about the, when it came off. Pretty good. It was delicious. It was, it, it, it was a, uh, was it mesquite that you smoked it in? No, hickory. I used hickory. hickory. Yep. I thought it was mesquite. I was wrong. Mike, Mike, while I was cooking, he, he was supposed to help me out today and cook, but instead, Mike uh, took a nap from fishing trip this morning. Well, man, I've been getting up 
I've been getting up at five every morning to go fishing. Cause the camp, the camp, fish camp that we're staying at here, it, it's on the Angelina River, which is just about two. How many miles from the dam is it? I would say three. Three, but it's about three miles south of the Sam Rayburn Dam, and so one of our favorite things to do is to go fishing and. The fishing's been really, really good. We've caught, we've been out the last two days and we've caught, uh, we've caught upwards of 30 fish every, every day. And, uh, we've caught most of them on top water. And it has been a blast. Luke was with us on the first day. And we caught, how many do you think we had by 8 o'clock, Luke? By eight o'clock, or shoot, by by seven. Yeah, by seven we had twenty. At least we we're going out, and we've got this area that we kind of always go to. It's not far from the launch, and we get to the launch, and there's a big bass tournament going on, and so I started kind of waffling in my head which spot we were going to go to, because normally. I like to go to this one spot where I caught like a big 10 pounder years ago. And so I always like to start there. But I was like, I've been seeing a lot of boats there all year. And so I started thinking, man, that place is gonna be full of boats. And I have this other spot that gets blown out by the wind pretty bad, like once the day goes on. So I'm like, well, let's just start here. And so we pull up there and my dad throws out a frog and he catches like a three and a half pounder like on his second cast, first or second cast. And we're like, oh yeah. And I look off to the left, or like out in front of us down the bank, and I see a couple of fish come up and just bust shad. And then I didn't see anything else. I was like, oh sweet, all right, well, we're headed that way. And we keep fishing. And I look up again and there's just like a big giant school just coming up and busting. I'm like, let's go. And uh, so we pull up and it's like this big, it's an underwater flat point that just kind of sticks out. It everywhere around it's about five, six foot, and up on the flat it's like three to four foot. And uh, there's just a bunch of stumps, and it's a windblown bank. And so I guess the shad were pushed up against the bank, and the the bass were just in there just killing them. And we just threw Sarah Spooks, whatever, anything top water, walk the dog, and. Just about every cast, you getting bit. And no dink. Yeah, really? everything was two pounds and bigger. Yeah. It was a pretty good day. It was a damn good day. And that was the first day. No, that, that was yesterday. That's right. And then today, we were all excited, so we get out there earlier. We're there. We're floating up to the spot, and it's, it's dark. You can't see anything. Same spot. Same spot, and we're throwing... And it's like a switch goes off. As soon as it starts to get daylight, they'll just start hitting. Like, because we're just sitting there throwing, 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 throwing. And then all of a sudden, as soon as you can see a little bit, I got to blow up. And then Bob got to blow up. And th this morning, Luke didn't go. It was me and my dad and my mom's dad, whom we call Big Daddy. I'm not sure how he procured... <laughs> That name. That was his dad's name. Was it really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? So it's kind of a hand in the Big down. Daddy. Big Daddy. 
I, that's what I'm making my kids' kids call me. Yeah, big daddy. Oh, yeah. Why not? It's, it's, I mean, yeah, it's solid. It's either that or badass mother... <laughs> <laughs> Your little great-grandkids running around. Hey! B-A-F-M. So anyway, yeah, so Big Daddy was with us this morning. And he's... How old's Big Daddy? 81 or 2? 81 or 2, yeah. He still gets around pretty well, but he doesn't fish much anymore. He does a little fly fishing, but we can't ever get him to go bass fishing with us on the lake. And so he finally came this morning, and we just really wanted him to catch fish. And uh, we tied him on a whopper plopper because he can't really walk the dog real well. Like, you know what walk the dog is where you throw the Zara spook yeah. and you kind of make it walk like a little snake? Yeah. He couldn't figure that out, so we tied him on a whopper plopper. And he's throwing this thing, and they're just killing it. It's like a buzz bait almost, but it's got just. It's got a big. Open the mouth. name. It's got the open mouth on it. No, it's it's, it's like the front of it's like it's a Zara spook, but on the back it's got like a the prop propeller. tail. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like when you reel it, it basically it, makes that sound. It, it basically goes. Whop, whop, whop. It doesn't have the little wings that flop out. Though. It's just got one, it's and it goes. Okay. Whop, whop, whop. Yeah. And so he's throwing that, and he's getting blown up just every cast but every time one hits it he pulls it away like he sets the hook and so he'd miss them but he caught one four four and a half pounds biggest biggest fish we got in the boat all day and uh but me and my dad sat there and caught man we might have caught 25 30 fish and it has to be the storm that just roll that's rolling in right now it could be front? it could be because it the, the lunar period wasn't good. You know, it wasn't yeah. one of those five-star days. It was a one-star day. Feeding time wasn't until 8.45. Yeah. But, I mean, about by, by 6.45, they were done breaking. We had 12 fish that we kept. And we were just keeping, like, one out of every three or four. We'd be like, ah, that one's not too big. We'll put him in there. Yeah. So, I, I don't know how many we caught. We... we, we figure somewhere between 20 and 30 just this morning that's a good before 6 45 that's a good day it was on insane. any standard it was insane i mean we go that's one of the days that keeps you going back yeah. it is it, so what time were y'all done by well i mean we caught all those by 6 45 but i mean then then once they went down we just kind of grinded it out fishing the sparse grass yeah wacky worm brush hog we nothing? We'd go... No, we caught. Oh, yeah. I caught. Yeah. Mike did, of course. <laughs> Luke, Luke, how was your day yesterday? My day was good. Yeah? I, I I caught a lot more fish than I normally do. So you broke your you broke your streak? I broke my streak of uh, of, of not catching fish. Last time me and Mike went for, a, for uh, Easter, we didn't... Mike tore him up. Fish the same spot all day long. We fish the same bait, <laughs> same line, everything. Identical. Identical. Oh, he caught and I did. We went back to that spot today, and I did the same thing to Dad and Big Daddy. Oh God. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. we went back to the same You're spot, good. and I was sitting there throwing that wacky worm and catching them, and they quit by after Big Daddy and Dad got a wacky worm tied on. They stopped. They stopped biting, <laughs> so I picked up a chatterbait. And I caught like two on the first two casts, like back to back. It was I hate, hilarious. I hate bass. They hate me. 
But yesterday, I was able to catch uh, five or six, probably. Out of all those? Out of all the 20, 30 that we caught, yeah, no. I, caught, I only caught that many. Because I only caught the top them, water? I only caught them on the top water. Well, I wasn't there, but I thought I heard that you took a nap on that nice cushion floor of your dad's. I, I tried it out, but I didn't stay very long. <laughs> I didn't yeah. stay very long. But you yes, did. I did lay down and, 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 you know, emulate taking a nap. Well, we talked about it the whole time. Because the boat has that nice cushion carpet underneath. And the whole boat's unbelievable. Yeah, it's, but it, but it's it doesn't. Skeeter, right? It's yeah. a 21 and a half foot skeeter. Yeah. ZF? A limited edition. 2017. Z or FX, one of those. Yeah. It's I a, think it's. It's a FX 21. It's either 2016 or 2017. I don't yeah. know. It's the it's boat he's late. always dreamed of. Yeah. And that's your dad's boat. Yeah, it's yeah. not my boat. I. I got. I roll in a fifteen-foot aluminum flat-bottom boat. Hey, it'll catch the. It'll catch the fish. <laughs> and the I've same been catching way. fish. All, dude, I honestly, this is the best year I've ever had on this lake. I have not had one bad day out here, and I've I've had at least twelve days fishing this lake, and I fish this exact same spots every time. And I go out there on my little fifteen-footer, and I hop the waves. And that's across. on the north side of the lake where you, that your spot is, right? It is <laughs> way far north. It is so far north that you can't get. Wait, I thought it was south. Yeah, it's both. It's, we just go it's north that. south. North south. It's, yeah, it's, it's north, north south. south. It's, it's when you get to this spot, your compass just starts spinning. <laughs> it's like the South Pole. Yeah, we call it the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> but anyway, that's yeah, a pretty good been, day. I mean, that's a good weekend. I mean, it's it. It was great. It was great for Big Daddy because he kept saying. He kept. He's like, I've never seen anything like this. He said, I've seen redfish and trout get because you know he did redfish and trout fishing back in the day. He go with guys. He's a fly fisherman too. Yeah, and you know he's done. He's done a good bit of bass fishing over here and stuff. But and I and it was rare. You know, you see him schooling like this a lot, but it's usually smaller fish or you can't get them to bite. But I, he kept saying, you know, I've seen redfish and trout do this where you throw it in there and you'll get bit every time, but. I mean, dude, even if they weren't coming up busted shad, you just throw it out there and just start working it, and they're just going to attack it. And they never got it on the first hit. Like, they'd go and they'd hit your bait, and your bait would fly two, three feet in the air, and then, like, you just keep kind of twitching it, and they'd come back and get it, come back and get it. Or you'd catch one, and one would come and try and steal it out of its mouth. Dude, that's cool. Dude, it was insane. And, like, we were catching two or three pounders. Yeah. I mean, the big one you caught, how big was that one? Well, after they died yesterday, I was throwing oh, a jerk bait. Oh, it wasn't during bait. that. No, it was after that. Okay. I was throwing a jerk bait because the Elite, the Bassmaster Elite Series was here last weekend, and I saw them guys You're throwing these them? big old jerk baits. Oh, yeah, dude. It, when they came here, I didn't get much work done <laughs> at work. I started watching that Bassmaster Live, and uh, I saw them throwing that dang jerk bait, big old jerk bait, so I was like, well, I'm going to tie one on. Could you figure out where they were? Oh, yeah. They show on the map where they're fishing. Oh, yeah. And a couple of the guys were fishing this area. Yeah. I'm not going to say which ones, but a couple of them were. It wasn't the top finishers, though. Yeah. Because uh, we couldn't have – I mean, they, the guys that won were catching five-pounders, six-pounders every they – had, they had a limit of six-pounders, five and six-pounders. God Yeah, the guy yeah, – yeah, you got to have like 24, 25 pounds a day to win a tournament here. Yeah. That's, that's big. But I was throwing that jerk bait, and I was jerking it. And I paused it one time, 
and all of a sudden it just whoo, and I caught about a six six-ish conservative guess because we didn't have a scale fancy boat didn't have a scale for some reason we were very disappointed in yeah I mean, but now we can lie about how big he was so <laughs> He was at least 11 and a half, 12. But no. he had a brim, he had a tail of a brim sticking out of his throat. That, I mean, the tail was like, you know, two and a half, three inches wide. Oh, yeah. And it looked like he had another brim in his belly because his belly wasn't round. It was all kind of distorted. Like, it was angular. You know, you had like something jutting out to the side here, something out here. And you could tell he had just eaten like two big old brim. Yeah, because when you show the picture of the belly, mm-hmm. like... You could see that it was yeah, it was kind stuck. of lopsided. Because yeah. normally, like when they're full of eggs or something, or just fat from eating they're shad, just, it's yeah, perfectly just, round. Yeah, it was. But right now, the, is the brim spawn? So a lot of times, they're they're finding these brim beds and they're eating. And I mean, but we were in like six foot of water. But there's a bunch of stumps because we were further out on that point, kind of close to where it drops off into like fifteen foot of water, yeah. and we we're about six eight feet deep. And there's not there's not any grass on this one point, and then once it falls off, you got patches of grass. But it was just it's a special spot. It's it's good stuff. It was fun. I, I've had so much fun the last two days. It's just yeah, it was somewhere in between the east side and the west side of the lake. That's exactly where it was. Yeah, I know exactly where you're talking about. <laughs> right there. If you put a compass right in the middle of the lake, it's somewhere in the middle. But it was good. But Big Daddy had a blast. He missed. Yeah, he missed a giant today. He sad. caught the biggest one on his whopper flopper. Yeah, uh, you know, four, three and a half, four, four and a half pounds. I don't know. We didn't, we didn't, For we the didn't day. weigh it. But that was the biggest one he got in the boat. But later on, we're just kind of drifting down that same bank. Anytime we'd find like patchy hydrilla, we'd catch fish. And uh, we're sitting there fishing. It's just kind of slow. We're getting a bite or two every 20, 30 minutes. And I see him in the back, and he's he's older, so he sits down in a chair to fish. And I see him, like, kind of leaning forward, and he's kind of, like, watching his line like he can't figure out something different's happening. And he's looking, and I see his line just, like, racing out toward deeper water. And it's just like, I'm like, Big Daddy, set the hook. And he just kind of gives it the old half pull, you know, like like you're pulling it out of some grass. Yeah. And that sucker just went, whoop, and just started stripping drag. And I was like, oh, shit. Because, I mean, they, they got giants in this lake. Yeah. You never know. When you set the hook and something pulls back, you don't, you don't know, know if you got a 10, 12-pounder or what's on there. Yeah. And he just, it just starts going. And all of a sudden, that sucker comes up, and all you see is just big bucket mouth. Just, it just shakes. And then his bait just oh, flies man. right out because he didn't, he didn't set the hook. Oh, Hard enough. What was he fishing with? A brush hog. So a big old buck mouth a big, shook it. Dude, I mean the mouth on this sucker was. My guess is it was somewhere between. I mean it could be anywhere from five to seven pounds, depending on the belly, because we yeah. didn't see the belly. But the, judging by the mouth, yeah, it was a big one. It could have been seven, easy. Yeah. It was a big fish. He was sick. He was so sick. Oh, big day! He pulled up some big ones out of the out of the river. Yeah, he's got two big ones. One, one eleven pounder, hanging on the wall. Yeah. The other one, I don't know what it weighed, but it was a good one. Which one? He had another one. Four oh years yeah, ago he did. That like, was like an yeah, eight pounder. It was yeah. pretty recent, wasn't it? And they catch them all right yeah. here in front of the camp. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Kevin too. 
Kevin, yeah, Kevin's yeah, Kevin will kill him. I guarantee you, Kevin's caught three or four eight pounders out here. Oh, and he, I know. Just, he just rarely talks about it. Yeah. I just found out this year, I guess maybe we were fishing with him. He was like, yeah, we'll have like 80 to 100 bass days out here. I'm like, what? Dude, he grinds though. But he's he's never told me this stuff. And he's like, yeah, we catch most of them right here. Oh, I'm yeah. Like, How have oh, you ever told me oh, this? We were, sitting, like, we were up there by the dam. Yeah. And we were all fishing and he was just sitting there. And he, you know, Kevin's pretty quiet, you know, most of the time. And we we're just sitting there and he just comes up with, oh, yeah, we just, we'll just all day just bring him in man it's like kevin you mean you just let us you don't tell us anything i mean he's flat out i ask him he won't all tell the him, time he won't tell you what he catches him on he's smart he's a fisherman what do you expect but I, dude every time i come to the because i always but he, try Mike, to get him to come tell to him lake. everything he's doing i try to get him to come to the lake i'll drop him and, lake and, points and he's I'm like follow me out there tomorrow and now i know why you would never come with me because he's freaking <laughs> he's hammering on me exactly he's like i gotta go catch he's like this city is giving me all catch 15 like wake up at five drive out dock the boat clean no i'll just just, just go oh, right up man. and down this river right here. and I never could. I was like, man, why will he not come to the lake and catch fish with me? Mike comes in, you know, you know, like he always comes in. I got everything he caught right, and Kevin's back there just chuckling. <laughs> Going, like, man, I hammered him. I caught 15. <laughs> and Kevin's like, <laughs> I caught 15. I remember my first cast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's what he's thinking. <laughs> Oh god, that is that is funny though. That's funny. All right, we need a segue away from fishing. Why? Well, who's, who's got a segue? I don't know. Riley, <laughs> tell us about the topic. What about it? Huh? What about it? Yeah, tell the tell bull us story. About the ride. Tell us the bull story. Yeah, tell. Come on. I, I want to know what. First off, what? what made you even consider the first time you got on a bull? How, how many times you been on a bull? Nine times. Nine? Nine. Man, you don't tell the truth very often, do you? <laughs> what was the how, what, what was your earliest bull riding experience? Last year. Yeah. So, so explain. Okay, so South Texas, pretty good bull riding community down there. Pretty yeah. And they they have like little uh, arenas, roping practice arenas. The college does it, and they'll just I mean go go explain pretty much, it. Pretty much any county. You can find a practice pen in yeah. in South Texas. So what's a practice pen? Practice pen, you go there, you pay a small fee, like anywhere from five to twenty dollars, and you can ride as many bulls as you want, or physically capable to, I guess. Do you have to sign paperwork? Like, is there release forms and stuff? No. <laughs> you go to a rodeo, you got to fill out, you got to sign waivers and stuff. But a practice pen is just you show up and you ride and. There's people loading them shoots for you the whole time, and that's about it. Do they have an ambulance on standby or a medic there's, or anything? There's a medic, usually a firefighter, yeah. just there to have fun. Um, they have they have an ambulance ready at pretty much every rodeo I've ever been to. Um, now, the first time I did it, it's probably, uh, I don't know, I just, just the fact that I had a couple buddies that started getting into it, and just looked like a lot of fun i always wanted to do it and i'm into like any adrenaline kind of thing i guess so so i mean i got on this one we'd sign i signed up paid a that was a 30 dollar fee because this, <laughs> this one was at a rodeo 
No practice. This is your first one. First bull. It was at a rodeo and in uh, Mulverde, Texas. It's a Tejas rodeo, pretty pretty well known in Central Texas. Um, yeah, so we get up there and I started looking around. And I, I drawed my number, right? So we went to look at the bull I was going to ride. This huge thing. Like, probably the biggest bull I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I was like, oh, shooting this thing's throwing mud all over the thing. <laughs> They're like, don't worry, it's, it's an easy bull. I was like, that thing don't look easy. <laughs> so, and, and on the paperwork, if you're a beginner, you can sign out, like, you can fill out amateur and they'll give you a, a beginner bull. And those ones usually don't spin as much. So, so I got on it. Whenever they strapped the helmet in, I guess it was like... That was whenever I knew it was real. I was like, oh, shoot, here we go. Right? <laughs> and then and I got on it, and we, we, they wrapped my hand in, and this thing was going crazy in the chute. It was, I was thinking this thing was going to be, like, insane. And it was like, they opened the chute, and while I was on it, it felt like it was forever. But then you look at the video, and it didn't seem like forever. That one, that one was 6.7 seconds, first bull I've ever been on. And I actually surprised myself, but you look at the video, and the bull runs for about 30 seconds. <laughs> it looks like I'm riding a horse, and then it starts bucking. <laughs> yeah, so, so I guess it was originally a, a pretty easy bull, but and then and I just started doing all kinds of stuff, mainly just at that, that rodeo is where I would ride all the time, because that's where all my buddies would go. And then I would go to this practice pin in Marion, Texas. They call it Bix. And we're gonna fast forward to we're fast forwarding <laughs> fast forwarding now yeah to the most recent to the most recent one is is Bix in Marion Texas and this one was last well about a week ago two I guess two weeks ago now maybe a week and a half but no anyways um, so this one was a ten dollar fee mm. right we dropped twenty this, bucks this one was this one was a practice pen so we showed up. Never been here before, and there's this little like, I guess a wire spool table thing that two people were sitting at. This older lady, and I guess it was her son or something that they work it. And I, I gave them my ten dollar fee, and they just X put an X on my free hand, because um, that's the hand that's not covered up by a glove, so they can tell if I paid or not. So. So then, by then I was already, I knew pretty much what to do. So I just got on, and this was actually the smallest full-size bull I've ever been on. And so I was thinking it was gonna be a no-brainer, and I was planning on riding like four bulls that night. So I got on this one, and it got right out of the chute. It started spinning pretty tight. It was probably the tightest one I've ever been on. and then. This one had horns, probably about a, a foot long on each side, I would guess. And I lost balance and went off to the side and he hooked me, squared up my face. I had a helmet on, my face squared up right on the middle of those horns and it just like smacked it. And then I went around to the other side and the buzzer went off about midway over and then I just fell off. But yeah, so you so made it all eight seconds? I made it all eight seconds if you don't count me getting smacked and thrown around to the other side. Oh, my God. But I think I touched his nose, so it probably doesn't count. That doesn't <laughs> count if you touch his nose? You can't touch it with your free hand. Oh. Then it's, yeah, then it doesn't count. Dang. So, that's, that's why 
That's why you have to hold right. it up. That's why you have to hold it up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, I never knew that. Was, I thought it was like a balance thing or just like a badass thing. Like, Yeah. yeah. So you don't touch it. Like them. a roller coaster. Yeah. You can't, you can't go or latch on with two. Yeah. Uh, do, do they charge you ten bucks per ride? No, it's ten dollar fee for as many as you can, as many as you want at a practice spin. Wow. At rodeo, you pay like a, a hefty fee, and for one bull, but you get prize money if you win. So. Oh damn. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's if you're like actually competing. Yeah, that's yeah. at the rodeos. Yeah. Do you have to qualify? To not the rodeos I go to. Yeah. Just, you just show up and you pay them money. And then so I could just ride. show up to a rodeo, yeah. pay money, and yeah. get my ass. Yeah, you, you, walk, walk you, away you, you could even be a team <laughs> roper. You and Mike, you could get a couple of horses, go walk in, pay your money, and go try to rope a calf. Mm-hmm. I bet you I could do it. First try. <laughs> yep. You know, no practice. <laughs> just coming out of the gate. No right lesson there. self-taught. <laughs> yeah, self-taught, so we no went to that. Then my buddy, well, I, after I got fell off, then I got up and I just thought my arm was sore. I was like, dang, it's kind of hurting a little bit. And then I was planning on riding another one right after that one. Right? So I so I was walking out and I knew something was wrong whenever I tried to climb over the gate and I couldn't lift up my arm to climb over. But I just thought it was like sometimes you get bruised and you can, it's just like you can't yeah. move it kind of thing. So you got to wait a little bit. So anyways, so I just walk around instead of climbing over and then I get back to the back and I'm ready to go start heating up my rope again to ride another one and then some lady says hey I think your arm's out of socket and I was like really I looked down it's like hanging down to my knee <laughs> and I was like that's what it is and and you squeeze it and it felt like mush and I never had my arm out of socket before so I didn't know what was going on and then so I went to the firefighter that was working there and he said yeah we'll just pop it right back in and I was like alright so I sit there and then he starts looking at it. He said, well, it might be broken, too. So I don't know what we're going to oh do. Oh, my God. I was like, you can't just pop it in because I can't move it. And it's hurting really bad. And he said, no, nah, I don't feel comfortable because he thought it would mess up motor skills or something. So <sighs> so I started walking off. My buddy was going to – we took my truck, so my buddy was going to drive it. And we went to a Texas med clinic. And that was a mistake. We went there first. And that was about – 30 minute drive and then once we got there and they said it would be an hour before they could even think about talking to me so I was like yeah no so they told us where the nearest ER was so we went there and crazy thing is we pulled up and there was a bronc rider that had just parked beside us that had got his hand stepped on oh, so we're both hobbling in our spurs and everything oh, my so God. <laughs> yeah so then we got in and they, they put an IV in on me and so what is the diagnosis? Dislocated, you Dislocated got a fracture? fractured, and a concussion. What's fractured? It's just like a hairline fracture that they called it. Just on the back. I don't know what this... No, is that, I guess the main arm. Is that your holding hand? Like your, your, no, your was, rope hand? that was my free hand. Your free hand is yeah, what you got, dislocated. Your like free hooked. hand dislocated. Yeah, it got hooked by the horn, I think. Oh. Ouch. I saw the Not video, sure. but like it just... You couldn't see what was going on. All you could hear was that... Yeah, yeah, that was the only thing I you heard. That so it smack. wasn't hitting the ground. My head. Do what? It wasn't hitting the ground with your shoulder. No. no. You gotta see the video. Wow. It's cool. Yeah. You yeah, need to, you need to you link it. it link it up. Yeah, I'll put it on the page. You can watch. It Brad, is. It's, Brad, it's good. It's, it's cool. Ride. I mean, because he goes to fall, <laughs> and then about the time he goes to fall to his left, the bull <laughs> pops his head back. 
and smokes him in the face, and then he goes back around to the other side, and he flips. almost like, no, you're not falling off of me. And he throws <laughs> it back up you on. You, al- you almost caught it. The worst part is I was trying to get off of it while I was falling over to the side, but my hand was stuck. Because they heat that thing up so sticky that you could like touch it and your hand gets stuck on it. The rope. Really? Yeah, they got this rosin that you heat it up with. But yeah, like, so like, like my like hand pine, was like, like pine tar. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's like deal. it's this black rosin. You like it's like a rock, and you break it up, like you okay. put it on like your ground and just smash it, and you okay. rub it into the rope. No, anyways, my hand was like wide open the whole time. I fell over, got hit, and then went over to the other side. But it was what? stuck. Yeah, my hand was open because it was wrapped around and everything. I always, always wondered that. Like, how do you get off of that? Yeah. Usually is there, supposed, is there a technique? Well, usually you're supposed to, like, reach around and undo it, but I guess I couldn't use my hand because I, I don't even know. It all happened so fast. Yeah, I mean, the whole thing is eight seconds. Yeah. It's pretty That's quick. Nuts. Feels huh. like forever. I can imagine. Yeah. Like, so, that's just so, so much your, intense. Did you get your final fix? Maybe. We'll, we'll see what the ER bill is. Oh, dude, you, you, can't, uh, you can't walk away defeated. Yeah. No, he made eight se- Well, I guess it doesn't count. That's true. Damn. Got to get back on that bull. <laughs> yeah. That's a good story. Something to tell your kids about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a pretty common thing when you're young down there. Well, does he get the I mean, it, I don't did know. Did you ride a bull? Huh? Yeah. You did? I only did it once, though. I was like, yeah, I don't know. How long did you make it? Huh? How long did Not you very long. <laughs> I didn't go again and again because, hey, if anything would have, if I would have ended up like that, it would have been a different situation. I would have been, like, in trouble. How old were you? Uh, 18? A&I, A&M Kingsville, they have a practice pen kind of thing. Yeah. You could go go do it. And I had a bunch of buddies that had had bulls and um, and also, like, dude, um, they're rodeo clowns, bullfighters, American bullfighter. And, uh, so you just kind of, you just get, and I, I mean, I still have friends that I grew up with. They still rodeo to this day. Yeah. If I was in the right place at the right time, I would get on a bull. Yeah. I've always wanted to, Dude, and it is. You I don't know why. So sore. Oh, I bet. Huh? Like you don't like the inner thighs. Oh kill God! You. Like <laughs> really? I, I remember. Yeah, all right here. I remember like just from one ride. You just oh yeah. Like that? It, yeah. You have like sore than your wreck. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine it's probably pretty similar. Except it lasts yeah. eight seconds. It, that's all it is. You're just right. being like an eight second yeah, car. I mean, you're flexing yeah. every muscle in your body. Yeah, you're just being whiplashed around. I mean, you're hoping to, for balance. I mean, for balance is. I mean, it's if, if you can get the rhythm of the bull, then you can like roll th- with. Then it. you can. It, that's the goal of it. Is like is the bull gets scored and the the person gets scored basically. Yeah. And so it's it's kind of like a a. Um, dance in a way that's what i always looked at it as it's like it's yeah. a dance it's a yeah. dance i'm a decent dancer I, ride a uh, bull. I think i'd rather ride uh, <laughs> bulls than bronx though i think bronx gotta be worse on you really what do you think that looks uh, bad dude a horse 
You're yeah. just whipped. You're yeah, just the way the way back. they just lay back and yeah, kick their legs. I mean, I they look like a rag doll. There's no doesn't look like there's any rhyme or reason yeah. to it. My buddy's gonna buy a riggin, so I think I might get on. Did you see that? That was badass. That was awesome, like. That was a lot further away. That that was. You can see it like glitter in the sky after it's done. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. That was awesome. So what? Uh, uh when you coming back? Fishing. Man, Dude. You, you've had we've had some good fishing weekends. And you have. Yeah. We were up at Eagle Loop the other weekend. Yeah, we did, yeah, did small smallmouth, and I caught perch with the you kids last week. Me and Luke, jerking the me other and Luke day. went perch jerking with the kids last weekend. And that Luke was, fell asleep again? No, no I didn't. Miles. That oh, was, Miles, that was that's on Luke's right. trout trip while that's we were right. on Eagle Rock Loop. <laughs> but his right. son fell asleep <laughs> in the bottom of the boat. Yeah. Father like son. Got overheated and started throwing yeah, he wasn't. Yeah, he, was, he fell asleep. Not because he was just tired, he was sick. Yeah. I was, and I felt like such a bad father. I was Tough yelling, it up, Miles. I was yelling at him because he was complaining, and come to find out, he's got a fever and he's throwing <laughs> up. <laughs> I told you not to wear that sweatshirt. We're staying out here. You need to learn. It's 90 to... degrees outside. Why does he wear a sweatshirt? I don't know. He's... Does he just like sweatshirts? He does. He thinks they look cool. Huh? Yeah, he thinks they look cool. Yeah. I don't know. He's six I years mean, old. Is that. You think they look cool? Does he get it from you? No, I don't wear. I, I wear short sleeve shirts as much as I. And I'm wearing a sleeveless shirt now. It'll be cold outside. And I'll wear a short sleeve shirt if I can stand it. Uh, he just likes. He just likes a sweatshirt. Huh? But yeah. Luke was giving him. I mean, we both were because he was like, "Mike, can we go back? Like, when are we going he didn't back?" Say, he didn't say I don't feel good. He didn't say I feel sick. He did, he said he had a headache a little bit. I said, "Okay, drink some water," and then he just starts whining I want to go back crying and I'm thinking he's just exhausted because he whines sometimes and I'm like I'm never bringing you fishing again <laughs> <laughs> he lays down to go to sleep and he finally I notice like his face is turning red I'm like oh my gosh he's hot I take his sweatshirt off he's shirtless and he's just sitting up laying in my lap and all of a sudden he looks up at me and then leans over the boat <laughs> throwing up I'm like Props to him for getting it out of the boat, though. Yeah, hey, yeah, that, that is good. Not a drop of puke in the boat. Yeah. Hey. And hey. then he he ran fevered like 102 that night. It'll be a good day. Missed school the next day. Oh yeah. If he yeah. gets sick, he just chunks over and gets back in. Yeah, it was it was it was interesting. Huh? It was interesting. Uh, bringing kids, it's always interesting, but it's fun because they all react. Like you never know how they're gonna react. I mean, they they didn't fish hardly at all. They didn't. Well, the the most fishing they did was me and Luke caught. We got in a spot where we were only catching like a little small brim. Yeah. And they took the small brim and hooked them on their poles and were throwing them out deep. And they're like, "We're gonna catch a big bass." Yeah. And they were, we're flinging them. We're out. sitting there pulling in the big, the little brim. They don't want any part of that. Yeah. My, they just my catch early, the big one. My earliest fishing memory was uh, my dad. We went out to Choke Canyon. Lake, which is south of San Antonio, north of Keatsville, about midway probably, maybe a little further north than midway, around three rivers. And uh, we went out and we camped at this campsite down below the dam. We took out the boat and we went fishing. And we went, but 
my dad was bass fishing and we were back in a cove and and I remember I caught so many perch that day and I was so proud of them. We put, my dad put every single one of them on a stringer. You know, I, they were catching, they were bass fishing, right? So they didn't catch many bass, you know, but I caught all these and we went back to the camp and I, I was like king of the world Heck fishing. Yeah. I still remember it, big old stringer, just a little perch, you know. Wait, wait I'm in Louisiana now, I gotta call them brim. You gotta call them brim if you're in. Uh, That's the Louisiana, Louisiana thing? Dude, in Texas, they're perch. Even though they're not perch, they're still perch in Texas. What do y'all call a sockele? Crappie? Same thing everybody else calls them. Yeah. A crappie? Well, what yeah. the northerners call them is crappies. Crappies? Yeah, they put an S on the end. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is Brim, but I brim? thought I thought Brim was a universal thing. Dude, Mike, my, my, uh, yeah. this would have been years yeah, ago. Yeah, you brim. took me out to Henderson. calls him Brim. You took me out to Henderson whenever, I guess, Lindsay and I, we came mm-hmm. up one weekend and took us out to Henderson. And Mike kept talking about Brim. That's what I was going to say is, is a lot of people call crappie perch. Yeah, yeah white perch. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But is, is that what y'all call them in Mississippi? Y'all call them white perch? Crappie. But if somebody says, I've been white perch fishing. Yeah. You know what they're perch, talking about. Perch jerking. Perch jerking is crappie fishing. See, no, see, we call them, per, we call them brim. We'll come down here. We, I mean, they're brim. What? I you call them brim. I call them perch. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, we call it perch jerking because that sounds better than brim jerking. But, like, yeah, we call it brim. I'm going brim fishing. Yeah. And that covers it's pretty, everything. It's, you know, it's pretty cool because, like, when you took me to Henderson, like, it, it's different world fishing Louisiana versus South Texas, right? You go out there, everybody's on, everybody's lined up, and they got those those big old long, what are they? Oh, they yeah, go? well, when me and you went, yeah, there, there was, like, a bite that was on, oh, and was word it? had gotten out that in this canal, the the brim were there, and the sockeye were even there, too. A lot yeah. of people were catching sockeye. And everybody's and, lined up just Oh yeah. Those. Every 20, 30 yards, people were just pulled up in this canal. And you pulled up and you just start dropping crickets, worms, tube yeah. jigs. It was, it was a, my first experience, you know, Louisiana fishing in, like, in the swamp. Like, you know, going out there is Henderson. I mean, it's such a unique place. Yeah. We were know? just south of the, the I-10 bridge. Right. Like, yeah. uh, I think it's the Amico Canal. Yeah, it was, they call it was it. cool. But yeah, it was on, man. Yeah, it was fun. It was a fun trip out there. It's when the water le- it's that place is so weird because the water goes up and down, up and down. And all. You have to catch it like on a. You certain- got to catch it right. Like what we go tomorrow. There's this one spot called Cow Island where you can only get when the water's up, and it just happens to be up right now. And they're supposedly just killing. So you them. just go in. You can get in. There's like this little levee, and like sometimes, is, I mean, is that can, where you said it was real clear? And, it's real clear because there's a lot of hydrilla. There's lily pads. Yeah, they I get say, thick. They call it, another thing in, in Louisiana and South Louisiana, hyacinths. Those floating, horrible water hyacinths that choke up everything. Yeah, that, that's where they you, call those lilies. When you go over the when you go over Summer. the bridge, that's all you see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The that's bridge, the, the Baton Rouge, the big floating grass yeah. lily things. Do y'all have those in Mississippi? Are they, they're you not lilies. Yeah. Really? They're not lily pads, out. though, right? They just kind of, they're more of a... No, like they a, float. They're not attached to the bottom at all. Oh, they're not? No, they oh. migrate. 
Like they float wherever the current. And it's just like a flotilla. It's just a floating shit. It'll but choke it, up your motor. You can barely drive through them. It'll they're thick. Your... I mean, and then they're like a, a thicker leaf too, right? Yeah. And they're kind of tulip. Or oh, yeah. Lily. If you get a hook in one, yeah. you damn near can't rip it free. You got to pull. You, <laughs> you got to try to pull, pull the whole flotilla towards you. Yeah, it's, it's weird stuff. Yeah, but the fish get up under there. It, sometimes a lot of guys will go in with like big heavy punch weights and flip and punch through them. Oh, for real? Yeah, like big like ounce and a half. Like big old ounce, ounce and a half. Ounce and a half tungsten weights. Like you're fishing bottom in the surf. <laughs> yeah, something like that. It's a bit different with bass, though. Yeah. What are they? But I think fi- fishing in Mississippi is similar. Y'all got cypress trees. And yep. It ain't, it ain't much different Not in Mississippi. Much. I mean, here is cypress trees and... You know, What's y'all's closest lake over there that y'all fish? Mm, the Ross Barnett. Ross Barnett. Yep. That yeah. lake's pretty. Is it? I was watching the Bassmasters <laughs> were fishing there a couple weeks a couple ago. Couple weeks ago. And I was watching. I was like, bad Man. weather though. Yeah, they had rough weather and water was muddy. And <laughs> water's always muddy. Though. Is it really? Yeah. It's what? a muddy lake. Yeah, the Pearl River feeds the Ross Barnett Reservoir, and it's. Yeah, yeah it's, but it's got muddy. Big fish in. It's always muddy. Yep, they're pretty good. Some solid fish. Yeah. You know, it was on the tour. That mm-hmm. lake. That's where they were before they came to Sam Raven. Was Ross yeah. Barnett? Yeah. Okay, so they're just working their I way. I thought it was up there around around Flora or not far. How far is it from where you live? Uh, about twenty miles. Oh, what? Yep. That's pretty. Is there good white perch fishing there? <laughs> so the, uh, I've never had. I, I like to go to Lake Washington. That's where I grew up fishing. Yeah. It's in the Delta, where I grew up. Yeah. And it's a little bit south of Greenville, about 20 miles south of Greenville in the Delta. White perch, tear them up. Really? Okay, yes. okay so let, let's White perch are what again? Sockele. Crappie. 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 And sockele in Creole means the milk of life. The milk of life. Does it really? Because the the meat cool. is pure white, right. so they they say it's like milky white, and it's the milk. The milk alive is sockele in Cajun. Cajun French Creole. French Cajun Creole, yeah. whatever. I think that's what I heard. I could be wrong, but it sounds le- legitimate. Enough, I, I'm going to roll with enough it. that it should be right. I'm going to roll with it. Yeah, I, and it's fun to say sockele. Sockele. No, I, I do like it. But yeah. I like the same brim too. Because it's just, like, new to me, you know? Yeah. Like, same brim. No brim fishing. You know, I, I can see it. You know, it looks like a, you put them sideways, it's, like, part of a hat. See, but really only well, only a not? few of them are actually brim. Like, there's these big bull brim is what we call them. Okay. Like, the so, ones that okay, I have wait. a picture of. Yeah, so the dark. big, round, dark ones, that's a big bull brim. That's a real brim. That's a brim. So, the other ones, like the sunfish. and Those the are regular, all perch, yeah. The, and, I mean, really, like, or a, a crappie's a perch. Yeah. Sun perch, uh, yellow perch up north. Yeah, but, uh, but the sunfish aren't even a perch, though. But they're not. No, no. What qualifies a perch? I don't know. You know the scientific name. That, that's the. That's a, that's the. Uh, to me, they will always be perch, but they're really not a. Perch. We need a biologist. They're sunfish. In the family. Bluegills. All bluegills. That's what a brim yeah. is. Big old brim bluegill. Yeah, that's a okay. bluegill. But why do they call them bluegill? They, they don't, don't even, have bluegill. They, they, the ones they there. have a little blue. Most of them do right there by yeah, the right right on the gill. Yeah, yeah right like on they gill just flat. have a little patch. Yep. Dude, I'll tell you what, I'm that, that fish you caught. And a chinky pin is another one. What's a chinky pin? 
It we is. call them chinka pins. Chinka pin? Chinka pins. Yeah. Chinka pin? Chinka like chink? And goggle eye? And goggle eye. Wait, wait, hold on. With the big old mouth. Wait, wait, hold on. Yeah. So let's go back. They're all in the brim family. Yeah. That's what perch. we would say. Yeah, brim family. Okay, so a chinkala? Chinka pin. Chinky Chinka pin. pin. Or, or in Mississippi, a chinky pin. A yeah. chinky pin. I like that. Chinky pin. <laughs> Sounds a little weird. <laughs> As we get closer to Mississippi, I see how the things get a little stranger. A white perch. You got a. No. So uh, a chinka pin right. is what? What is it? How do, how do I distinguish a between a bluegill and a chinka pin? Oh, I don't know. Uh, they look, they look similar. Is one of those a chinka pin? Yeah, uh, we no, got to describe it. They're lighter. Okay, let me look. They're, they're lighter. In color. Are they? Mm-hmm. And they're usually not quite as big. Yeah. Yeah, those they, so, they don't get quite as big. So as the picture bluegill. here, those suckers were that, this. That's like what you call a brim. Yeah, a yeah. brim. Yeah, they're, they're, they're shaped like a, a des- they're shaped like a dessert plate. I mean, they're just freaking yeah. round. Yeah, just standard. You got the dot behind the deal yeah. behind the gill. That's brim. And then a chink of pen. Same thing. They're more of the color of a crappie without the spot, the specks. Without the, uh, without the and spot. sometimes they have like a little red spot. There's so many different kinds of perch. Yeah. But you know, and I worked for a, a Cajun in the Mississippi Delta raised rice and we used to take me fishing sometimes and that's where I learned about sockelet. Was the same thing as white perch. Yeah. So And, and then, he also caught a brim, a peonia. Yeah. And I was like And finally I asked him about a that. What? A peonia. peonia. A peonia? Yeah, we were we were crappie fishing and peonia fishing. And I'm like, well, peonia fishing? He said, yeah, because when you pick them up, he said they pee on you. <laughs> Am you I know, right? You know why? As soon as you said it, I knew what you were talking about. That's because every time me, I, I grab them suckers, they start teenager. peeing all over the place. Yeah. That's Dude, the kids got the biggest kick out of that. <laughs> Daddy's peeing. He's peeing. And they probably said he's peeing on you. Yeah. <laughs> Say it again. Peonia. Peonia. I like it. I like it. Because you can't lip them <laughs> yeah. because their mouths are like that Yeah, they're big. little. So you've you got to squeeze them. And they just start peeing they all over start, the place. Yeah. That, oh, that's I like hilarious. the name, though. Uh, that's what I'm going to call peonia. them. A peonia. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Wait, they got rice fields in South Mississippi? Yeah. No, in the Delta. Wait, where's the Delta? Uh, from Vicksburg, Mississippi to Memphis, and it cuts across. Uh, it's probably at the widest point, maybe a hundred miles wide. So on the, the most around the river, fertile, flat ground. In oh, where all, where all the big deer it's all are. Delta, yeah. That's where the big yep. bucks live. Yep. Uh, and a lot of, you know, I went to a small school in it, a small Delta town. And is it wooded? It was. Or is it marshy? It's some marsh, but most of it is just prime farmland. Okay. That they, that a lot of Cajuns came over there from. So it's like the to old Delta rice it, in the 1950s. Is it the old Delta before they diverted? Kind of didn't they divert it and some of the it Delta will, left? Yeah, before they put up the levees and yeah. I guess really started. But it's first probably, it's, it's up north. I mean, it's, it's yeah, northern it's, Mississippi. Yeah, oh, yeah. Kind of north central on the west side. Yeah. Okay. Near the river. Gotcha. Yep, it's flat. Wait, it's on the west side of Mississippi. Yep, it's flat. Oh wait, I'm sorry, I got confused. Yeah. It's east. It's eastern Louisiana. Eastern Louisiana. West Western Mississippi. Louisiana. Tallulah. Yeah. Uh, Not far. Yeah. 
I got a buddy that. So that's like kind of Diamond Island. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Diamond mm-hmm. Island? I have. They kill such big deer up there; it's ridiculous. Okay, let's talk about some more uh, funny named fish. So, <laughs> y'all have what's the other one? It's like a little mini pike. What do y'all call that? A mini pike? Yeah, they they look like a pike. We call them pike. Oh, a is pickerel. it? Yeah, that's the a pickerel. A pickerel. Are you talking about a shoe pick? No. I, the shoe pick. Which one looks has the wide mouth teeth? The bowfin, like the bowfin. Not the bowfin. A bowfin's a shoe pick, right? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A shoe pick. A bowfin is a shoe pick. Yeah. And then the the pickle fish. The grass pickerel. Grass pickerel. Pickerel. Which is like a small pike. Yeah, it's like a pike. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they have those at Indian Creek, and I still need to catch places. one of those. Yeah, you, they'll they'll wear out your spinner baits up at Indian Creek, man. Do y'all bowfish? Not yet. I want to what? bowfish. Bowfish? Yeah. I did I used to I used to go bow fishing on uh in Houston in the creeks that ran through Houston. Really? <laughs> yeah. The me city and a, of Houston? Yeah, me and a buddy we used to get a canoe and we would uh, canoe all the, the creeks and the bayous and stuff through Houston, so you'd be like paddling like we would go like from Katy that way uh, down to like downtown Houston in a canoe on Buffalo Bayou and you just like be, and you like going through all the house and the bum tent camps and stuff like that on the thing and it's all nasty I mean you probably didn't want to fall what would y'all one. shoot gar? yeah they had a little baby gar and stuff. Yeah. do y'all do it a lot? yeah but most of it was like with buffalo or carp yeah. When the Mississippi River would get up, uh-huh. we'd go across the levee yeah. and fish on the land that's kind of between the levee and the river. What? And, yeah, fun. Dude, they do it for redfish. We need to go in out Louisiana. here. Louisiana. You go in the marsh. You can yeah. do it with redfish. Well, Ricky, uh, Ricky with Blood Deep, he's got a boat. So His boat's all set up for him. He's like, Yeah, you need to be in a good boat. Why don't we go? I, I told him, let me, he said, let me know when y'all are free. Dude. Well, because I've been wanting to take Sarah. Cause Sarah really wants to do it, but I guess I can bring him. Yeah. I gotta talk to I gotta talk to Rick. But he's got a look at his Instagram page. I know, I see it. There are I didn't like there. I didn't. Yeah, I saw it the other day, and I was trying to figure out like in Texas you can't do that. You can't bowfish a red. Yeah, you can do it here. You can't. Weird you enough, I, I don't know how they let you do it. This is. There ain't no catch and release. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. How do you judge the size of those things? You're supposed to judge it. Yeah. Before you shoot it. Yeah. Like yeah. you're not supposed to shoot an undersized red. Yeah. I mean. But most of it's gar. I mean, they eat the crap out of gar. Yeah. Gar's not bad. It's just, I've never eaten it. I tried to clean one one time, though, when I caught in Arkansas. Hey, let you know what no, we need to do is. We used to take them to hey. black folks that I grew up working with. Yeah. And we would clean them on halves. And on what? They would get half the meat. Oh. <laughs> Anything that we killed or caught. Yeah, they'd clean because them. Because we might be drinking on the way home and didn't feel like fooling with it. And so they'd clean them for half the meat. Yes. That's uh, not and, a bad deal. And with the gar, it's like, it's actually pretty good because the way they would do it, or at least uh, this man and his this wife that we would take them to, and they made gar balls. 
because it would not have any bones in it, mm-hmm. and you could take those little garballs. They're like nuggets. Bat, little nuggets. Yeah. And just roll them in a little batter and fry them. They were about the size of a small hush puppy. Yeah, and they fry that, really that's quick. exactly how Man, I ate it. Man, they were good. That's the way I ate it when I was young. Yep. How did they clean them? Did they use like a hacksaw and a freaking <laughs> tin shears? I have no like, idea. It's armor plated. I mean, it's no joke. Like, it's like carbon fiber. Like, I could not. I had a serrated, like, ever, my, my redfish serrated knife. You ever caught one? On this gar. Yeah, I'm just gar? like. Yeah sawing away just trying to rip it off because they said that like if you just get it ripped then you can like peel that back strap right out like it's a back strap on a deer almost yeah and i just could not get the freaking scales off yeah. like i got like this much meat i just butchered that thing all to hell we ought to i mean there's some big gar in here we ought to come in here they, one day a, a lot of people them. a lot of people do it they up, go up, up you there. go up to the dam Take, and you go past yeah. where, where it's got that dead water yeah, we need to do it one. We gotta get some rigs. I've been seeing some some. Uh, I got two. Rigs. I got two rigs. Bring them to the house, man. Bob's got a bunch of gar that showed up in his pond. We can shoot them from the dock. Oh, for real? Yeah. They showed up. Yeah, there's like freaking six of them. Big ones. There's one that's like that big, but no most kidding. of them are about like that. Yeah, just showed up. I don't know how they got there. Get some chicken livers. It's reverse evolution. They just freaking walked in. Yeah, we'll do it one day. We'll get the a drone now. Fishing. We don't need we don't need chicken livers. We yeah. just need to freaking stand on the edge of the pond and walk around, and you'll see them, and you can shoot them. Oh, you want to bow fishing? Yeah, yeah. You I said wanna, you got some rigs. I, I was talking about rod and reels for them. Oh man, for no! I need some bow fishing rigs. Oh, uh, I got one. No. They, they've been selling them on Camo Fire. Have you found it down no. there, in my boat? The we just cleaned out the. the you have your own rig, John. So hey, go look for that. Done it is it a compound? Time. There's a recurve yeah. bow. Yeah. Yeah. I want one so bad. I need that recurve. Right. And there, there was at one point uh, a fishing rig on it. Uh-huh. But I don't know if it's still on that recurve. I have oh. a recurve. I need to talk to Ricky and see what they use. But, like, you don't want, like, your hunting boat. You don't want to have to pull back 70 pounds. No, I got a recurve. That's what they've been selling on Camo Fire, like, little cheap PSE. Yeah. Yeah, they're 150 bucks. But they don't have the reel on it. It's got, like, a spool of line on the front. I'm like, eh. No, they they work good. Really? With a spool? Mine, I used to have one of those little. You take it on and out. You know those little rhino push button? You know the rhino push button? That's what I have. Really? Yep. I'm going to use what? Yep. That's so cool. Because we, we would do, do it on jeeps, out of jeeps, on the, where we hunted on the, in the uh, right above Greenville, between Greenville and Rosedale, but between the levee and the Mississippi River, when the river was up, kind of like it is right now. Oh, and yeah. and see, in some of the spots that are normally not water, but it's kind of like a slough or some low spots, mm-hmm. you ride up to them. We would walk some of those little banks, and the water, you're you're better off when the water's just a couple of feet deep. Yeah. And you can see those big fish crossing. Yeah. So you're doing it in the daytime? Yeah, and the, the best boat fishing I ever had was not from a boat. Really? It was from being in a Jeep or being on foot. From the Jeep. You ever gig flounder? No, I've never done that either. Oh, dude, that's fun. You ever I hear gig that's flounder? No, but it's, I would love to. Yeah. Oh, that's a good time. You go out, you just walk I've in the flats. watch people do it. You walk, walk, we used to do it like walking. 
we didn't even go in the boat. Now they got the fancy boats with lights everywhere, but we used to just go like you'd wave. Yeah, I just want to walk. And you just walk the you just walk the the sandy bottoms with a headlamp or a flashlight and a gig. You just walk around and you'd see them and you get them like that. It was it was great. There's only a few places in Louisiana to do it, like Grand Isle, probably. Yeah. Certain times. Do they have any clear water on the have coast of Mississippi? Have you ever looked down in the creek down by the um, lake? Not too. Week, you have to get a little there? bit mm-hmm. past the barrier island. Yeah. In the creek? Kind of mullet. The barrier there. islands. Where's the barrier? Is it up? It's a line no. of little bitty it's islands just, down just off the. You get, I was walking it. Gulf like, Coast. It's going up. Deep. Oh and yeah. It's like beautiful water like Florida. Out of the bay. Uh oh. It's it's like further out. Yeah, it's like where. First house I remember your mom lived in. Bay, Bay St. Louis. Louis, yeah. It, and we used to go out there, and that water is murky, dirty water. Mm-hmm. But if you get on a boat ride, go to Ship Island or some Cat Island, any of the islands that are just, I don't know, maybe a mile or so offshore. Really? On the Just on the, the uh, south side. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Are the islands still water. there, even oh, after yeah. all the hurricanes? Well, that's what helped keep the hurricanes from doing too much damage. Septic. Oh, the sprinklers. <laughs> so, um, the creek at the land, my dad's land. Yeah, he was telling me it was, it was freaking trout in there. Yeah. There you go. Where are we going? You just gotta, we just gotta sign up. Shit, go. man. I'm out of time, though, man. My summer is just... I know, it's going fast. It's slap full. Br- Briley, what, you and a couple of buddies... Yeah. Drug it down a John boat down in the creek. Yeah, John boat with a couple of paddles. There's so four of us on we, it. We have a, <laughs> the family has a piece of property uh, down south off of Baffin Bay. And there's multiple creeks that run through it. And we have uh, our property butts up to one of the, or to the side of one of the creeks. And it's what, 20 feet wide? The creek? 25. There's a main channel that's probably about. The main channel. I want to say about. You think it's ten foot at the most? You think it's only ten foot? It is. Is it? Yeah. It's not very. It's not Whenever wide the at river's all. up. Does it go up and down like with the tide? Yeah. yeah. Whenever it's up, it'll be like those whole flats will be solid bay across. looking. It'll it'll be all the way across that whole. We never went that close to the water when I was there. It was so. Wet I mean, I that saw weekend. it from that one spot. That whole weekend. It was so wet. Yeah. And cold. Oh, yeah. It was cold. Oh, I was hungover. <laughs> yeah, you were. Growing up. Now, I remember y'all's tent flooded, right? Yeah, our tent flooded. We almost brought almost Oh, yeah, we got out there and set up that nice tent and everything. Got ready to camp out and then it just rained. It just so that's the gone. real reason why y'all couldn't make it in the wilderness is because he was hungover. Out there? Yeah. The real reason? It just rained. Or y'all didn't go at all. It, we woke. No, we went. No, Mike <laughs> shot that big old hog. Uh, we got out there. We got out there early. Yeah, I mean, we stayed out till. I mean, it was New Year's, and we went to that deal. And we went to a concert the night before. We woke up early that next morning. We go out there, and it was thirty-two, thirty. It was the coldest that South Texas ever gets that weekend. It was. It was. It started right when we got there. We set up, we yeah. set up our tarp tent and all of that kind of stuff. We found, we thought it was a pretty good spot. 
and it started raining. And it started raining. No, we got out there the night before. That's right. We got there like midday or something. Yeah, we we woke up after New Year's Eve. Yeah, and Went we out drove there. down there. Yeah, we drove we down stopped there. Stopped at McDonald's, and I threw up in the mm-hmm. McDonald's drive-through twice for breakfast. And we drove down there. Yeah, and we set up the tent, and then we went hunting. Yep, and you got the big hog that day. Yeah. Yeah. And I threw up in the stand a you couple threw times. Up. Dude, it was bad. Like I, I thought I was, just, I didn't know if I was gonna make it. And then, so it, it started raining in the evening. It was it was really cold, and Mike wasn't feeling good. So we went back to my parents. We stayed there. We came back the next morning. You're feeling better that day. Yeah, Briley came meet us that day. Briley came out, and we hunted all day. And Briley uh, shot a hog. Briley shot a hog, and we it what since what we had to clean the hog, we had to go back to his house. And then we That's had to go clean the hog, so we hung it, strung it up in my dad's barn, cleaned it up, threw it in the ice chest. It was already past midnight by then. We ended up going back to Corpus that night, didn't we? No, we, we stayed. It, it took a we we thought no, it was so wet we didn't know if we we're going to be able to get out of the property. Oh yeah, we were watching Briley. Briley yeah, in his two wheel drive. <laughs> yeah, pull out. Briley and spinning you can see in his circles. headlights just. <laughs> Turn and you're like, yeah. he ain't gonna make it. Where'd Riley go? It. Oh, wait, there he is. His head, like, <laughs> it was dark. And it was, I mean, it was so wet. I mean, it, it didn't was, stop raining the whole time we were No, there. it rained all day. Just that slow soaking. And you have to go through, there's a 600 acre plow uh, farmland. And you have to go down those farm farmland roads. And it's that mud that never gets deep. But it like just, the top black, eight inches that yeah, black are mud. just so soft, you'll gumbo never action. get out. Yeah, yeah that like, gumbo black sad. mud. And so Briley's in his two wheel drive. I'm in mine's four wheel drive, and I was going, and I was like, just go. Like you were worried that day. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were out there hunting, and we were leaving, right? Yeah, we were leaving we were from hunting or something. Like and that. we're like, let me get up in front, so in case if he got. If he got stuck, I could go on, go get my, go get another truck or whatever. Because yours was two wheel drive. Too, no, mine was four. It? Yeah. But you didn't have mud tires or anything. No, not at all. They're just like all terrain. Do you have mud tires on your back too? I got all terrain tires on all four, but standard <laughs> it, too. I, I'm sitting there tense, tense because it, it's probably just to drive back there. What seven, eight minutes, ten minutes. On the dirt road? Yeah, on the dirt road. Ten minutes on a normal Dude, dry it's day. it's almost a mile. Like, on a normal... it might be a mile. Yeah, like, on a normal dry day, ten minutes, just because it's bumpy and you, you yeah, don't want to tear up anything. And on the way back, it was so, like, I was sore, I think, from driving. Because, I mean, you just had to... Any, any sort of slip in the tire, you are going sideways. You are going to just spin. Our state slipping. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were never like. Oh, I guarantee yeah. you, your tires were always spinning faster yeah. than the ground that they were. Oh covered. yeah, for sure. Like you just constantly like, it was like driving on ice. And there's slowly one, just, two, three, four, five nineties, like hard nineties that you have to go <laughs> the whole way. You got out. And, and Briley's behind us, and all you see is headlights. And as long as you see the headlights kind of staying. 
the same distance and you stay <laughs> long enough and then all of a sudden you look back and it's like where'd Brawley go and you'd be like <laughs> and then all of a sudden you'd see his headlights again and he'd whip back around because <laughs> he has a little short short bed single cab Ford right <laughs> dude it was so funny and I was like, oh, shit. And then at one point, he gets oh, stuck. Shit. I did get stuck. And I don't know how he got out of that one. I got stuck twice. Y'all came and pulled me out the second time. Did we pull you up? Yeah. Dude, I was so tired. We had I don't a little, remember like, that. I don't either. quarter-inch nylon rope. Y'all straight Oh, that's out, right. Like, and remember? I was out there sloshing around and all that. Oh, mud. yeah, that's right. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, because, out like twice. No, because I was like, you got stuck. You're doing it all. And we're sitting in the truck and Brian. We didn't even get out and help him. It's pouring rain, dude. It's pouring down rain, 30-something degrees. I feel bad now. You just killed a hog. He was giving it to us. We were going to keep the meat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you get your own stuff. He gutted it and everything for Mike, you know. Oh, yeah. It didn't do nothing except skin it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, I forgot. That was a funny night. It was fun. It was like just. It was just like one of those stressful moments. You just want to get out. You didn't know if you're gonna get out or not. Can I get a celebrity shout out? <laughs> yeah, well, we got Josh here. Hey, what up, Josh guys? Joseph? This is uh, guys. this is Daniel's brother-in-law. Yeah, your cousin. The infamous Josh. Oh yeah, my cousin Josh, <laughs> Daniel's yeah, brother-in-law. My cousin as well. Good hunting. <laughs> Have a good one, Josh. <laughs> that was great. Celebrity cameo. Well, I guess it is a good thing you had a Ford or two-wheel drive. A two-wheel drive Chevy would have been stuck. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. That's true. It probably would have had a regular rear-end. You probably had a limited slip, if not probably. No, I, I, I put that parking brake on and tricked it, trick it so it spins both of them. There you go. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you that that was funny though, because I just see brother and I'm like, oh man, I didn't want him to get stuck, because if he got stuck in the wrong spot, we wouldn't be able to. It was still raining. Yeah, it, it was raining just, the whole time. We didn't know if we were gonna get out to begin with, just because it was just nasty. I mean, it was so slippery. It's like driving on ice and mud. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just it was just with no tread because it's all clogged. Yeah, up. you can't. You have no tread anymore. It's just. Like, just slick. When you get off on the road, it takes you two miles to get rid of the, the dirt on so the tire. Are we potting? No, we're doing it now. Josh just gave us a celebrity cameo. Now we got yeah. Uncle Ike. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah. Isaac Joseph. <laughs> Papa Joe, as his shirt says. That's yeah. right. Where'd you Papa get that Joe. shirt? Josh from Josh Joe. Josh Joe. Josh Joe. Does he have a shirt that says Josh Joe on it? <laughs> he needs one now. He does. This is my uncle, Uncle Isaac, and it's Daniel's father-in-law. Yeah. Not just like talking about deer and fishing and that's it. Hunting and everything. Bull riding. Back in the day when y'all didn't have any soap to clean up and you'd be in the wilderness. And yeah. Pretty much you'd use leaves to. <laughs> no, nothing that interesting. <laughs> no, we're talking about Bradley getting stuck. Bradley getting stuck in the mud. And it was so cold. We we and he since he got stuck. We wouldn't get out of the truck, and he had to go get in the mud and the rain. Oh, yeah, because we were soaking wet by that time. Yeah. Because we'd been walking around outside, and our, we, we realized day. that our, our rain, quote-unquote, rainproof hunting gear wasn't quite so rainproof. We'd <laughs> yeah. keep it on the day, all, keep it on the rain all day. I mean, we are out there from sun up to sundown. down. trash bag. <laughs> yeah, that would have been okay. Yeah, yeah we should have. That's sophisticated. Trash bags work. Or a, or a dollar poncho. I think ponchos are even cheaper than trash bags. 
you can get them at the dollar store for 99 cents. Really? At the yeah. dollar store? They're that cheap. <laughs> All right. <so> the dollar <laughs> store. Oh, for people who now. don't shop at the dollar <laughs> store, the dollars, not everything at the dollar store is a dollar. It is a misnomer. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's funny. How long have we been at this? What's it say there? I don't know. We've been at it. You can't tell. Yeah, you can. It's got a number on there. Um, I will say an hour at least. A little, little less. I don't know. It's 11 o'clock. We sat down. We I came up here at 9.30. Yeah, but we, well, we didn't start. I mean, it didn't Closing take thoughts, minutes. maybe? Or we got some more to talk about? What uh, are you going fishing? You're going fishing tomorrow. I'm going fishing tomorrow. Yeah. Are you, you taking going? your wife? I'm taking my and wife. Have, and there you go. I'm taking my wife. I gotta, I gotta leave here to, at, I gotta leave here at 5 a.m. and bring the kids to drop them off at camp back home in Lafayette. And as soon as I'm leaving my youngest daughter with my parents, and I'm gonna go drop the kids off at camp, and then me and Sarah are gonna go hook up to the little 15 foot flat bottom, and we're gonna go find a place to go jerk some perch. And maybe bass. I don't know. I'm bringing all the bass rods just in case. Michael have 25 uh, <laughs> rod and reels. I'll have at least 10. That's for damn sure. Cause you, you don't ever know. You just never know. You don't want to be out there and like see something that like, oh crap, I need. And then you don't have it. That's my biggest fear. It's better to be like a Boy Scout. Yeah. Be prepared. Because it it's not that Because I already got all my bass rods rigged up. I got all my tackle packed up because I had it in Bob's boat, so I just got to throw it in the boat and go. All right, so since we've been talking about fishing, let's let's just close with your most unique fishing experience for a day. Not like trips or anything like that, just like most unique fishing day. Shit, we can go for an hour on this. No, day. just yeah, one, one, one story about fishing on. that's unique. That, that's odd, or that, you know, you just or awesome. Huh? There's, there's just something that happened. One thing, maybe not a, a description of the whole day, but it's one thing that happened on a fishing trip that is memorable, and it's like a... Like a moment of a fishing. story. I yeah. will give you one moment. Okay. A few weeks ago, I was fishing uh, with one of our vendors, took me and a couple of guys I work with on Bayou du Large, South of Homa. Mm-hmm. And one of the fish I caught that day I've never seen or heard of, a sheephead. And we pull it out, and, <laughs> never, the, and the son of a gun had a better set of teeth than I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's your first sheephead? Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> are those teeth crazy? Oh my gosh, I was like, what? And they're good eating, too. Yeah. Because when you see pictures of sheephead, like on the internet, oh it looks photoshopped. God. It does. It looks like somebody took, like, they have Brad Pitt's teeth <laughs> and put them, or you know, just put them on there. Oh, like, yeah. I was so. blown away. <laughs> how, how, how many weeks ago were y'all down in Do Large? Uh, about three or four weeks ago. Luke was that. That's where the picture of Luke. I don't know. I'd have to look. I was there too. That's where the picture of Luke sleeping on the boat came from. I was there May fifth, Cinco de Mayo. I was down in Do Large, and that's yeah, actually well, my story is in Bayou Do Large. We were coming in from running off of rigs, and we hit a stingray in our boat. I swear it was 12 foot wide. A manta ray? A manta ray. 
This sucker, I mean, we were going, and all of a sudden I see a fin. Like, I'm riding shotgun, and the fin comes up, and I see it, and all of a sudden the boat comes to a complete stop, and we both fly forward and what? and hit the console, and I'm like, we just hit a dolphin. And all of a sudden we're, we're, st- we're stopped, we're checking out the motor, the prop, making sure everything's okay, transom, everything was fine. But we look out, and there's this huge manta ray just floating. Float. No, he's, he's fine. Oh, he's good? He's fine. He's just, <laughs> nothing happened. You know, twenty-one. You know, a 21-foot blazer bay didn't just hit him. He's just <laughs> what? floating along. No blood or nothing. Nothing. And, dude, and he's so big, and he's black and white. I'm yeah, looking at this, it. This, they have the spots. I don't know. He, oh, yeah, I they mean, have the black and white. He's black and white, yeah. and I'm, look, I'm going, what is that? Dude. We just hit a killer whale <laughs> in the Gulf of Mexico, and uh, Tyler's like, "No, that's a that's a manta ray. That's a manta ray. We just hit a manta ray." That's crazy. Nineteenth and twentieth. Okay, y'all were a couple couple the couple days after us. Y'all were there when it was hot. Yeah, and it was very windy. But no, and it, I will did say, y'all slaughter the trout? No, y'all didn't. No, we did not. My boat. It was me. Uh, another cousin that's a little bit further distant than y'all mm-hmm. his dad and your Meemaw were first cousins mm-hmm. so uh, anyway me him and a guy was on a boat we caught about 12 14 of it, fish a piece most specs and my sheephead and something he caught a croaker that was another thing I'd never <laughs> heard of <laughs> That's good bait. You should have just yeah, you should have looked that one on the back of the town throwing it right back there. Really catch a big redfish with that. Big trout. And yeah. it was windy bad. Uh, and yeah. the other boat that had about five guys on it, they caught like twelve the whole Damn. day. Dang, that's and, right. Were y'all with guides? We were, and they felt bad for us and um <laughs> Look, that, and, yeah, and they felt real bad they, when they no, took that money look, and that tip. Look, when they don't usually clean the fish. These guys do. They send you to their to a place in yeah. Homa. I forgot the name of it. With your fish, and it's included, mm-hmm. and they'll clean them, package them up, vacuum pack, send them home with you. Nice. Well, he didn't have enough to send there. Yeah. And so he's there and with his Cajun accent. Kind of like y'all said, boys. He said, y'all gonna have to cook a lot of French fries with y'all fish fry. (laughs) (laughs) Dang, that's right. And let me tell you what he said. He said, this was really the worst day. He said, I apologize. He said, but let me tell you what I'm gonna do. He said, but before I commit, he said, let me call Big John. That's his, the guy at his processor. He calls Big John. He hangs up the phone. He tells us, he said, go to this address. I've got some personal fish there. You're going to get five to six pa- packages of fish apiece on me. Nice. I apologize. That's pretty solid. Come back and see me. You, do you remember the name? I do, Captain Bill Lake. Bill Lake. Okay. I'm trying to I, I yeah. go down there. He was a captain. I, I wasn't on his boat. I yeah. was on the guy that kind of subs up under yeah, him. But that was He's the like a guy. civil engineer. Yeah. yeah. That... Uh, Fishes probably four, three, four days a week. Yeah, with him, and 
Yeah, that's pretty so. Solid. I thought that was you know heck he didn't yeah. have to do that. Yeah, no, heck no. That's a good. That's he a could good. have taken your he, money and tips. Said, man, guys, sorry it was tough today. That's right. Good luck to you. And saying it wasn't my money anyway. Yeah. It was a, a vendor of ours. So yeah. But that makes me think. It's like okay, hey, heck yeah. He have took care of us. Have we came home with yet? fish. I have baked some redfish. I have fried some trout. I and it was all good. It wasn't it wasn't last year's fish, is what you're saying. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the redfish that I baked, actually, um, he did clean that one. It was another guide. It was his birthday. He took his son, his best friend, and his son. They weren't keeping fish. They were just fishing for fun and drinking some beer. Nice. They caught one redfish. I don't know. It looked like about that long. Two, three foot. I don't yeah. know how much it weighed. They said, y'all want this? And as fast as they could say that, I said, hell yeah. You flayed it? Well, Bill Lake flayed it. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. was the one big fish that they had to flay. Was that one all right? Even that big? It was good. Yeah, it was good. A lot of times when they get that big, they don't man. eat them. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. 27 inches. Like, well, I might have been stretching it. Yeah, it was over twenty-seven. 20. Actually, you can only keep one fish over twenty-seven. It was probably about and, twenty, my guess. And I don't know. Oh, then that's perfect. That's a great. And that's a great no, fish. It, it was good. Yeah, I had my mom, sister, nephew, Molly, and how me. you bake it? That's Tim awesome. Full, throw a stick of butter in there, and, and, and I mix olive oil and butter together. That, dude, ain't nothing better. Red pepper, sea salt, and black pepper. On the half it. shell? Yeah, that's all you yep. need. Oh, yeah. Uh, it. Yeah, so we... Dang, now I want to go red fishing tomorrow. A group of my friends, <laughs> we go down to Bayou Du Large every year yeah. for a buddy of mine's birthday. He's got a camp. And, like, as you're coming out of Bayou Du Large, you get to a spot where there's probably 20 or so camps. Yep. There's one big, nice one called the Oasis. On the left? On the left. Yeah. That's the camp we go to. Uh, and, uh, man, it's a great time. We yeah. have a lot of fun. We go every year. We have, like, our own little, like, personal fishing tournament. And, uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. We were Luke there. sleeps on the And, boat. and speaking sleep. of flounder, one thing, I don't know. I know flounder is normally, from what I've understood, is gigged, like Daniel was so talking we, about. We, yeah. we used to catch them all the time. Well, we were in one little spot beside another boat that was a friend of our guide. That's not a guide. He's a a guy from Tennessee that has a camp house there, but a friend. And he called us to come over there. And that's where my boat caught half of our fish. Mm -hmm. He pulled in a flounder. It was the largest flounder I had ever seen. How big? I don't know, but like, it was bigger than a damn pan. Like a friggin' the doormat. Like a it. doormat. And the guy that they caught it is the one that's their friend that's from Tennessee that comes down, tries to come down Every couple of months fishing, he said it's the biggest flounder you ever caught. Wow, dude, they get, awesome. they, they get some. What did you get? Big? What did he catch yeah. it on? On a jig. Yeah, really? Like he used a, to drag like them. a little. Yeah, jig they, with had, plastic. they had like the the two jig rig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The they call it the dolphin. Dude, we rig. catch them on gulps all the time. Yeah, yeah Rock, Rocky says he's got it figured out. You just drag a gulp. Yeah, yeah, you dra drag. You go, a gulp. To, you go to Fred's Canal. Yeah, and you go drag a gulp, and you're gonna catch. You're gonna catch flounder. Dude, I might go there tomorrow now. God dog it. I talk about <laughs> these freaking redfish and flounder. I'm like, man. We caught, we actually ended up, when we were down there, we went out to some rigs and 
and caught some red snapper. Yeah. Which really? Was oh, my did you first go? Time. We didn't go in the deeper water because it, 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 it was so windy. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. said it's gonna be rough. If you want to go, we'll See, take you. We. It was rough. We luckily we had a decent butt sized boat, but it it hurt a lot. Yeah. But we caught it. We we worked our asses off to get two, got two. red snapper. I I reeled in both of them. That's my yeah. first two. And uh, man, I took them home and I ate them. Red snapper season started this weekend in, Miss, in federal. Uh, Mississippi. Yeah. Yep. Well, see, there's there's federal and then there's in state. Yeah, we really were federal. we were right on the line. We were we were legal. Like we were within we were within the the state. You know, so we didn't have to I worry about the federal. Tell me the truth. <laughs> <laughs> They were legal. <laughs> they were legal. They were legal. Because we have a we have a, a GPS and like there's there's these set of rigs that they they have they have stacked up right now and that's where they're at and yeah. a lot of people are running out of out of Venice. Not you Venice, care to give out your Coca full Church. name and your address and uh, fishing <laughs> license number? Uh, yes, my name is. Daniel <laughs> <Andrew>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Mike. Oh, don't go to me next. Okay. I, got, I got so wrapped up in okay. their story, and I'm thinking about going saltwater fishing tomorrow now instead. So, I mean, it's not my story, but I was looking on a post the other day on, like, 361 Fishing, and a guy goes, the moment you realize you should have entered the CCA tournament, and he's holding a tag. Right oh, there. no. No. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Dude, the tournament just started, like, uh, Friday? Yeah. Oh, no, it starts this weekend. The star tag, yeah. The star tag tournament starts. He, got, he it would have been the first one. No, I ain't going fishing there, Mike. Cause I'm not in <laughs> Yeah, you I'm better not. not. <laughs> I'm not going because I ain't freaking paying that corrupt organization my money. <laughs> freaking CCA is a joke. Is it? Oh yeah. I don't know enough about it. Oh yeah, there's some crooked mother. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> I could imagine though. I mean, that oh, ma- yeah. it makes sense. Like. Louisiana politics. Oh yeah, it's bad. They don't do they don't do crap for for coastal fisheries. They not don't. like that, not like they could with the with the power that they have. Well, one of these days I do. Y'all need to come up. There's a club that I'm in. It's kind of like a country club, but there's no golf involved. <laughs> it's all shooting and rides and reels. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really? We have sporting clays. I took, like I a gun took club? Uncle Gilmer, your big daddy. Yeah. And we shot, I took him, we got 14 uh, different station on uh, sporting clays. We got five stand. We got skeet. We have uh, duck flush. We have uh, rifle range, pistol range. But we have four lakes. Really? Oh, yeah. And the largest bass that's been caught out of there. 17 pounds, 4 ounces. Dude, I've seen, I see fish that come out of these private lakes in Mississippi, and they catch some hammers. Yes. And right now, we had, they were, they shot tested about six weeks ago, and the biologist recommended at this point, anything 20 inches and less, you take out. Throw on the bank, take out, whatever. 20 inches and less. less? That's what we're taking out. Oh my and, god! And uh, the other day, I, last Thursday, I took my nephew, and uh, we were just fishing because you can fish from a boat easy on the big lake, 100, yeah. 165, 175 acres. Oh heck yeah! And good man-made. It was made. It's yeah. made for bass fishing. Dams, underwater structures. Oh my god! Everything. 
Well, but we were just fishing from my Cushman cart because it's just easy. Yeah. And uh, I saw two bass that were like, I don't know, that long. Just from here to right, right there. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We caught a few, but we didn't catch Couldn't any get real the big ones. To bite. Nah. So but they're there. Smart. Yeah, when they yeah. can see you, those big ones will yeah. not bite. And on the on the big lake, there's a trophy lake that you need aluminum boats. You don't want to take Bob's boat in it. Yeah. You, you, it's too many cypress stumps. I got an aluminum boat. You're on aluminum boat. <laughs> but on the big big water, there was hundreds that were over 12 pounds when they did the shot. What? Hundreds. Hundreds. Hundreds over wow. twelve pounds, and I am a member. Oh my and gosh! I can guest. How many guests? I got a five bedroom house, so that may be Reed a can sleep on the couch. We sleep on the couches. Reed's got Reed's got a queen bed. <laughs> yeah, we, he actually got two couches. Can we camp next to the lake? Hey, am I my, absolutely? There you go. Yeah. Well, there's oh a clubhouse there. We could rent a, one of the townhouses. Oh my that god, sounds that's like pretty cool. Wish, I want to do, do the clay shoot. I love it's sporting clay. We got to make a weekend. Your out big of that. daddy you, had to get best some lessons time. from Brian. I love here. shooting clay. Oh yeah, you're a clay shooter. We can do yeah. both. Really? What, you I am win? not good, but I love it. What'd you yeah, win? It's so much fun. Three or four years ago, I got first in American Skeet in the state of Texas. No kidding. Awesome. That's a that's, that's right. unbelievable. You, you used to shoot skeet, or you yeah. still do? No, I mean, I don't compete anymore, but that was just a up-until-high-school thing. Well, we have a thing in high school now. Reed didn't do it. He didn't want to because it was going to interfere with deer hunting. Yeah. And with my son, Reed, you don't interfere with deer hunting. That's why he didn't that. play basketball either. I agree with that. So, but we only have seven guys and one girl. We got second place. And two of the boys didn't show up. If we would have sh- got four more clays, they would have been the state champions. Damn. No kidding. Yep. Gosh. So, fun so in, in clay shooting, do they have separate divisions for girls and guys? They do for the individuals, but on teams, on teams at, at least in the, no, not not in the small city. schools that we're in. But, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Oh yeah, we're doing that. Yeah, we are. Right. That'd be a fun trip. Oh yeah. Yeah, that, that you can run out on a, do a weekend. And you got his number because he texted yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. And see, and then we can run out to Livingston with Ron, Gary. It's right there. It's right there. And How go eat dinner with him. Come in. Yeah, I've been wanting to go to his place. Sarah's oh, been on me about that. Sarah's been like, oh shit. Oh, it's only three and a half hours or something. I can even make it sound. Oh wait, I better not say this on the podcast. From your house. I don't ever go there. I'm from South Texas. I haven't ventured much further uh, east. I don't know the Hour and a half? Baton Rouge? 45 minutes. 45, yeah, 45 minutes. minutes. Okay. If, if traffic ain't bad. How far three is it from Baton Rouge? Three and a no, half hours. From Baton Rouge? Two and a half? Three? What? Yeah. It's that close? Oh my gosh. Yeah. How far yeah. are you? New Orleans and how far are you? We need to make a little weekend out of that. <laughs> yeah. That's an easy really? I was thinking it was like six, seven well, me hours. Me too. I was like, like man. My wife has a lot of family. I was trying to figure out. Uh, Meridian. But that'd be fun okay. to do, yeah. Mike. Yeah. Man. In fact, she's actually got I didn't realize it was that close. We'll plan this trip on another podcast. Let's, let's wrap it up. <laughs> oh. 
There's another one of them lightnings. Yeah, that was a sign. Wrap it up. That means wrap it up. I don't know. Oh, memorable fishing moments. Yeah, you gotta you gotta close with one. Oh, God, dude, I've had so many. Honestly, it, it could just be. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm just gonna use one for Mike. Oh, there no, you go. hold on. I'm gonna use one for Mike. So, we Mike comes down a. This was Mike comes down taking him to Baffin Bay. Right. My dad set up a guide for us. Night before, we went to a good party. <laughs> no, Mike had a party. No, yeah, yeah. Me, me and Lindsay just stayed up. <laughs> yeah, all yeah night. and Lindsay stayed up. Mike didn't get much sleep. We driving down to the dock. We go down to the dock. I mean, we get there at five thirty. Mm-hmm. From it's an hour drive from the house, fifty five minutes or so. And. Um, we go out to Baffin Bay and soak some croakers and uh, put, we, we, we had a good day that day but Mike comes Mike's still drunk from the night before I sound like an alcoholic on this podcast yeah you do it, right but the night before fishing and hunting Mike gets <laughs> tore up again well it's, no it's every time I go to Corpus to hang out with Lindsay and Daniel that's what it is yeah that, that that's usually the way it went for a while that was a good one yeah that was a good fishing trip so that that's the story is how Mike got drunk and well, I was drinking a beer. I was drinking a beer on the pier when the uh, when the guide came to pick us up. He's like, "Man, this will be a fun trip." So he yeah. said something to that effect. You yeah, must be from I, Louisiana. Yeah. No, I said something like, "He's from Louisiana." And they're like, "Oh shit, he can't even get on this boat." <laughs> oh, because I was giving him shit about fishing uh, yeah. live bait. Yeah, like man, we only fish artificial in Louisiana. We don't need live bait to catch trout. So get some croaker, but so then again, Mike Mike had trouble catching them. It's a unique pat. You got it's, it's not, a technique. It's not yeah. that easy. You no, got to twitch them and you got to set the hook right and no, let them run. Yeah, drop drop the tip. No, let no, it you're run. Freelining. Oh, and you got to really? cast them real soft so you don't fling them off. And you got to like you got to mm. pop them so they'll croak. And and you want them sitting right and on the edge the of the grass hits line. It, you got to like. Pick up and reel a certain you, way to make so it get hooked. As soon as it, so you, when you're soaking a croaker, you're right on the edge of the grass line. You're going to be drifting a little bit across these little sand. They're like little sand spots, you know, hard sand, and then you'll have grass, and then you'll have a hard sand bottom, and you're going to drift across them, and then you're going to align that croaker right up on the edge of the grass, right where the sand and the grass meet, and you're twitching them, wow. getting them to croak. And as soon as, and as soon as that 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 trout yeah. takes it, you drop that's that cool. tip and let it run out. Remember, huh? That's cool. And that's once you know was. you have it, you you set that hook. But you don't set it like a bass fisherman. No, you don't yank it out of the. That's what the guy kept jacking with me on, because I kept freaking slamming him. Sucking. You just didn't because they're soft now. I'd, I'd let it go. I don't go. Whoa! Like, oh man, you damn I bass fisherman! But I can play, but I. No, uh, yeah. we went with. I thought uh, it was Hugo. Kendall. I think we went I don't with know Kendall Durham. I thought it was Hugo. No, Hugo. Big was guy. Hugo. No, that was Kendall Durham. That was Kendall Durham. The beard. Yeah. Hugo was going to take us. We're only too short of a limit. Yeah. What's we would have had it if Mike didn't keep. What's a limit in bathing? Ten apiece. At that time, it was ten. Before it went to the six. That's pretty decent. Now it's six. 
Really? Yeah. Six fish. What do y'all have in some of those places? You get 30, Do large is 25 and do large. 15 in Big Lake. And the minimum, 12 inch? 12 inch, yeah. Yeah. That's why we catch big trout. Because y'all catch catch a bunch of all the little ones? Yeah, we cull them. We cull in all the small ones, baby. Well, ours are 15. You'll catch a million 14 and a half inch ones. You 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 get those school trout, man. Oh yeah. And you catch every single one of them as fourteen and a half. That's what they catch down jewelers most of the time. What just half inch down where they go off the limit? No, no. You catch you catch them. They're twelve twelve plus, but they're all twelve fourteen. Some they got into some big ones last time they went down. They were catching what eighteen inches. Oh yeah, we. I mean, we didn't catch one smaller than sixteen. We were between sixteen and twenty. And that's rare for diamond. It wasn't a bunch of them. Yeah, but th- we caught, we caught I think ten, uh, between sixteen and twenty-two, which is pretty good. Bruh. And the time before that, the year before that, we sat in one spot all day long and caught a limit. Caught, I'm oh, sorry, not one limit, three limits. So that's fifty, seventy-five fish. Took us all day. But uh, a lot of fish. But we there were a lot of slaps, you know, good sixteen inch plus fish. Yeah, it's a good day. A lot of fun. Okay, Bradley, your best fishing story, most memorable or something. Probably the first redfish I caught. Oh, the two. Yeah, I went you, <laughs> Grandpa, and Doctor Harkey. We went Hugo. We were weight yeah. fishing. I don't know. I was like five. Six or something. I don't know how old you were. Were you fishing at five or six? Oh, yeah. We were probably like in three foot of water, but I couldn't reach. (laughs) You know? So, however old I was, a three foot tall, I don't know. Yeah, anyway, so I was in a tube. And I was, they had a rope on the tube, and they'd pull me every now and then, you know, to keep me up with them. Anyway, so I I don't even remember where we were at. We were in Port Mansfield. I just remember we were like by some island. (laughs) <laughs> it looked like one at the time. Anyways, I hooked up and it started pulling me all over the place. <laughs> so, so we we go wave fishing, right? So the guy with the rope is fighting the fish as much as Briley was. No, the so the there may be the a twenty five thirty foot rope tied to a an inner tube like of a t- truck tire, right? Mm-hmm. And then he would sit in it, and it was like you could sit in it, and he'd just be floating around while everybody's wave fishing. And Hugo, his whole goal was to put him on a big ugly. You know, he was... Big drum. Big old red... Big drum, yeah. But... Or redfish, whatever. But he wanted to put him on. And so, Hugo was like sight casting for these big... Got him hooked up. He got hooked up on a big old red. And he's sitting there... That's hilarious. Floating around. I got to play uh, the magazine with that. Yeah. The really? Yeah. Huh? Moving the tube. Oh, yeah. He's just Damn floating. Like, if you cut the line... That fish would take him out to the gold. <laughs> I don't know how we lost him. <laughs> well, or it might have been the shark I caught. No, so get this. So he he's going out fishing. I wasn't there this time. So my dad took him out, and they were back down in Port Mansfield. And Briley catches a 29-inch trout. Oh, yeah, it's 29 and 1 eighth inch. Wow. 29-inch trout, but he that catches... That one was by myself. Huh? That one was by myself. Yeah, you were, 
You were older at this point. Yeah, nobody casted that one for me. Yeah, 29. Live bait or artificial? Croker. Croker. And then, so he catches a 29-inch trout. All right? How much did it weigh? uh, God dang you Texas boys. (laughs) So. I mean, dude, like, how do you know if you get state record or not? It's not a state record. I mean, dude, if you catch a 29 and a half inch trout in Louisiana, that sucker's going to be pushing like 13 pounds. Yeah, no, 29 inch. You know, a 32. I mean, y'all's trout are a lot skinnier than ours. But still, like, that's a giant trout. So that should have been like 12, 13 pounds. It's a big. Nah. I have no idea. I wouldn't think 10 pounds? 10. Maybe 20. Yeah, I think it's got to be over 30. I couldn't hold it up for a picture. I had to hold it up like this. Holy <laughs> shit. And it, but he catches a and shark. You don't know how much he weighs. He didn't even care yeah. about the trout. He caught a shark that day, so the trout was nothing to him. <laughs> yeah. Dad, oh. What did you catch? That, like a four or five foot? It was a five foot hammerhead. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. cool. Well, whenever it like hit, it hit like a trout, so they thought it was like world record and everything. <laughs> and we got it up to the boat, and my grandpa and his buddy is out wade fishing by the boat. And we're like, we got a five foot shark up here. <laughs> oh shoot! And oh my god! Yeah, and Hugo didn't want to put it on the boat, so we sat there and stared at it for so three minutes, and then cut a loose. hammerhead. Yeah, dude. Yeah, let's wrap it up. I got nothing. I got too many. Well, it was a good weekend. Stories. It was a good Memorial Day weekend. Good food. Good fish, good friends, family. So we're skipping final thoughts. That was it. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Good weekend. Good weekend. I got a final thought. Oh, okay. Memorial Day. Remember what it's actually about. It's actually about the soldiers and the people who fought and died. That's true. Defending our country and defending our freedom. That's what it's about. Remember the people. Remember the families who lost people. That's right. Thank you, brother. Amen. Good finish. All right. We're out of here. Later. Thanks for listening to Adventure on Outdoors. If you'd like to keep up with us and follow along on our adventures, you can check us out on our website at www.adventureonoutdoors.com or check us out on Instagram at adventure underscore on underscore outdoors. And remember, stay wild and adventure on. Thanks for listening.